Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't. But I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others on how they're handling their own lives. So I don't know about you all, but I've been spending the past few months working on getting in shape, eating better, and just truly eliminating all of the negative energy and anxieties from my life. Now, today's guest is someone who has actually given me the motivation to do all of this, and she's a dear friend of mine, Allie Shepard. Over the past few years, Allie has been reevaluating her own life and has taken her love of working in education and combined it with her history as a collegiate athlete, creating As You Run, a certified USA track and field racing team. Offering personal coaching to men, women, and children of all ages, Allie's As You Run program allows for people from all backgrounds to come together to release some steam, get in shape, and get to know members of their community. In addition to this, Allie's also a mother of three young children and a marketing representative, so life's always busy for her, needless to say. Now, we taped this episode back in April as a way to discuss our thoughts and feelings on the new pandemic lifestyle we were all adapting to and how we were handling it. While some states have reopened and businesses are now working to return back to normal, it's extremely important to note that this virus isn't gone and our fight is not over, nor are the lessons we've learned or the relationships we've built during our time in quarantine invaluable. So with that said, I'm really excited to kick off this conversation and introduce Ali to you all. So turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. Well, all right, Ali. Thank you so much for coming on. I am so excited about this episode. I've known you for a very long time. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. And uh, I, you're just so admirable. And I, I love, especially like, you know, everything you post online, on social media, you're, you're such a bright light in what has become a really dark time for society. And I'm so excited to have this conversation. I mean, now that pretty much most of the world is living in quarantine, I want to know how you are handling it. Um, You have three children who are all very, very young. And you have, you know, projects that you work on yourself. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah, I want to know pretty much how life has been for you and, you know, what you've been doing to pass the time. Yeah, sure. I think that, um, I feel like right now I'm handling it pretty well. (laughs) Um, but it didn't start like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just so frustrated with everything and all the uncertainty, just my body was physically stressed. Like Mm -hmm. I could not feel good. Right. Um, and (laughs) And what was like the worst thing about it was my yoga studio was shut down. So yeah, (laughs) not being able to go to the gym or I do yoga myself (laughs) now. And yeah, it's a burden for sure. Yeah. And I was really frustrated because I wanted to like continue life without all these interruptions. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to get together with my friends and, and they were like, I don't know if we could still run together. And I was like, seriously? Like, we can't run together. I was, like, feeling like my whole world was crumbling. Um, And then just, honestly, just, like, prayed and was like, what is the answer for for me? Like, where, God, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do with this? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, do I stay angry? Do I fight it? Do I go with it? 
And um, I think it was when I was on a hike with um, a, a friend and our children, and it started to snow the most perfect snowflakes. Oh. They were <laughs> literal the stars, like the shapes of these snowflakes. That's the best. And I don't know. That was it. It was a sign. It was beautiful, and I felt amazing ever since. That's great. Yeah, hold on to that feeling. Because we, it, it is. It's sad. And, you know, I was just watching the news tonight, and I, I keep hearing a lot of sources say back and forth, like, they think we're going to be in this lockdown in some states till June. And then some businesses are going to be closed until like July, August. My goodness. It's, it's hard to hear, especially yeah. like for me as someone who's like, oh, I love going to Broadway shows. I love going to the movies. Like I love getting out and being in big, <laughs> like open surrounding spaces. Um right. I, I like to go, go, go. And to be stuck inside, it's you have to find ways to like find a light in that situation. Yeah. And for us, I think it was like a new sort of oh routine for our family. Like on the weekends, mm-hmm. our kids know that we go on a hike now. Like how cool is that? They're like, oh, it's yeah. Saturday. Where are we going? You know? Yeah. Well, um, even just for me, I think I was telling you before, like, I've been trying to take a walk in the morning, just walk around my neighborhood or walk around Mm -hmm. at night. And like, I don't do that in my day to day, like living in New York, (laughs) you know, I feel like we think of, especially in New York, like walking is just how you get around. So Mm -hmm. the idea of taking a walk just to enjoy the walk and just taking time for yourself like, yeah, I go to the gym, but like, or I'll go to a yoga class, but that's typically like mm-hmm. once or twice a week. I'm not taking that time for myself every day. Right. So that's right. been a really beneficial change for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know what? Honestly, my kids are so happy. Like <laughs> they are, uh, they talk about the virus and that, you know, we can't get sick from the virus and mm-hmm. that we pray to be healthy but like they're so incredibly happy, not a stress in the world. And it's just so beautiful to see that through yeah. this all, they are the light in it too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm yeah, I would say, you know, family time for sure for me, uh, you know, graduating from college last year and starting my job and moving out of my house and moving to New York, I well, it sucks. Like, you know, the situation we're in, it's not ideal at all. Right, right. <laughs> I am finding, yeah. <laughs> I am finding ways though to really appreciate it. I mean, I think, you know, people have been saying over the past couple of weeks, like, yeah, we're like physically distancing ourselves, but socially we're really bringing ourselves together. And I've thought about it that way. Like, this is time with, <laughs> you know, I didn't think it, you know, 20, 22, I'd be back in my family home with yeah. my parents every day, <laughs> but it, it's, you know, you have to sort of appreciate that time. It's, you're not going to get that back and you, it doesn't really happen. So I should like take that as a blessing and yeah. Yeah. That's so. awesome. I know. 
I think as I was fighting it, it was making things worse. And now it's like, no, you have to make light of every situation um, mm-hmm. and go with the flow, right? For sure. And, and I mean, has that... kids? Yeah. And with having your three kids at home, I mean, do you feel the same way about that? I mean, they're not in school. You know, they're definitely spending a lot more time with you, which I'm sure there's <laughs> some rough, you know, rough moments with that. But... I'm sure it must be great to get all that time every day. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny because my mom is always watching my children too. So they were sort of like (laughs) back and forth. So Dave, my son and my daughter were always separate because they were either at my house or at my mom's house. We were kind of going back and forth. And then when they got together, it was like, holy crap, they don't know how to be together (laughs) too long (laughs) because they were in this routine of being separate. Yeah. So um, I feel like that put a little bit of, like, I wanted to kind of have them all together too sometimes. So um, having that hiking time and, you know, kind of sorting everything out, um, mm-hmm. I think it made it easier. Now we can all be together. We're all good now. Right. <laughs> but and so I don't know. I'm interested to hear, uh, you, you know, you had mentioned before, you guys have been going on family hikes on the weekends, which is really great. Are there any other, you know, activities or hobbies that you've taken up over the past couple of weeks that have been helping you get through? Oh my goodness. Huh. Um, I've been cooking nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> nonstop cooking. Um, um, but I think that's faded now. Mm-hmm. I really dove into cooking and didn't leave my kitchen. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like a way I was handling, I was handling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Like my mom said the same thing, <laughs> having both my brother and I around, she's cooking so much more, especially like, you know, Matthew, my brother, he is 20 years old, like typical college, like teenage boy <laughs> eats a ton of food. So like <laughs> when your fridge has to be yeah. fully stocked, <laughs> Yeah, it's but it not ideal. I feel like I was only cooking for myself. Like I was very selfish in it. And then, like, you know, I'd feed the children and feed <laughs> right. the husband here and there. But I was just like constantly just cooking and eating. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I found a lot of time personally for me. I found a lot of time to just sit and read, which I'm a big, like big reader. I love to read. But again, like I feel like back in New York, it was hard because I'd either like after work, I'd go out with friends for dinner and then go home and then you're exhausted or go to a yoga class, which is good for the soul. But like I, I never like it was hard to find that time during the week to read unless it was like on a weekend. Um, I've started writing again, which is awesome. Uh, And it's been really it's been really great to have that extra time sitting at home to get those things done. And to just creatively, you know, let myself go. Um, And then also I I got this idea. A friend of mine ordered a ukulele online and started learning just how to play uh, via like online, YouTube, whatever. And I'm like, geez, I think I want to play ukulele. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) So I'm going to look into it needs to um take some ukulele lessons I think that'd be really yeah. cool oh for sure 
for sure. I know I've I always know wanted one. to play an instrument. I've always said I've wanted to play an instrument, and I feel like there's no time, literally no time like the present, because oh, I have. All I used the- to play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, I played the recorder. You know, growing up, I feel like it was mandatory. Everybody <laughs> played the recorder. So yeah. that was my only experience with like a musical I instrument. I mean, it's so but... good. It's so good for the the mind. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh, for yes. sure, for sure. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then with your kids too, um, that brings me to another, you know, topic. I mean, they're not in school. Are they doing school online? I know they're young, so I don't know how that would work. But I have yeah. aunts that are teachers, and you know, friends and family that are. Uh, teachers and some of them are teaching online some of them aren't uh mm-hmm. what's their experience like with that ah uh, I mean I really have a struggle so my daughter is in second grade and even homework was the struggle um mm-hmm. not because it was difficult or not that it was long but she just home is not where she likes to do school things Right. So um, I was really struggling when they were saying, oh, we're going to put it online. And I was like, no, no, we can't. We can't do that, please. No. Um, so I, you know, was trying to get different perspectives from parents who homeschool just through Instagram. I mean, that's where I get all my info. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was inspired by what some of the parents who do homeschool and it was like, don't bring school home. So, yes, we are following the public school system where we are doing the online stuff. But um, like today I said, Ayla, would you like to continue writing your book or Mm -hmm. would you like to do homework? And she chose to do her book. We're, you know, working on it together. And we love doing that together. And Mm -hmm. she's learning so much through that way that, you know, I don't really emphasize too much with um, the school stuff. Right. You know, I don't want to put any pressure or anything on it. So Mm -hmm. because we're not there yet, we're not there for these public schools to go online like they are. Especially for young kids. Like I feel like for like my my brother is in college, you know, and he's doing a lot of his classes online. I mean, you can go to online college as it is. So it's not like it's this. Right. It's not an ideal transition, but it's not like it's this overwhelmingly crazy concept. But I feel like, you know, exactly. for a six-year-old or a seven-year-old, I mean, their attention spans are all over the place as it is to get them to sit down at yeah. their computer and do schoolwork. Like, yeah, you know, like how do you teach a kid but addition have, <laughs> over right. the computer? And I have, like, the baby crying or I'm putting the baby for a nap or, mm-hmm. um, you know, my son, he's pretending to do his work <laughs> every once right. in a while. So, but it's, it's really not bad. Um, and everyone's just doing their best, which I think is all we need to ask at this point. Nice. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I want to get into, so we talked about before, you have many hats. I feel like you do so many different things. Um, You're awesome. (laughs) But one of the things you're really great at is running. You're known for running. (laughs) You've received tons of recognition for it. Uh, You grew up an athlete and were an athlete in college on the collegiate level. Um, Mm -hmm. And you decided to take that hobby and that you know sport and turn it into sort of a career I guess how would you describe as you run I know um 
As you run, definitely came from what can I do um, that I'm good at and that I love and that other people might benefit from, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was kind of stuck um, as a teacher and as a mom. I was just frustrated with like the whole full-time job thing. Um, I started a network marketing business with Arbonne and wanted to, you know, share health and wellness with others because that felt Mm -hmm. more like a fit in sharing health and wellness than teaching did. And it makes sense now because like you said, I just grew up an athlete Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, kind of grew up a runner. So when I was, you know, just trying to figure out myself, I said to my husband one day, I was like, I feel like maybe I could, I'm good at coaching. I could be a, you know, I'm good at running. Mm -hmm. I could be a coach. And I said it very hesitantly, but he responded so positively that, you know, we kind of just, it it made me feel like I could put it into action, you know? Right, right. And so from there, I used Instagram, I used social media and just like went on stories and said, hey, um, I'd like to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) share some coaching. Like I didn't do it with too much confidence, to be honest. Yeah. and people still responded. And I could vividly remember those people because they are the reason that I had the confidence to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, you know, I think the reason I, I wanted to bring that up is now that a lot of people are <laughs> at home and have a lot of time on their hands to do like a self-reflection. I think yeah. it's really important to hone in on, you know, what you're really passionate about and, if you're, you know, so, if you ever have the true. feeling like, am I, am I doing that all I could be doing? Or is there something else out there for me? I think now's the time for people to really sit and figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be necessarily like a career path, but, you know, if you have an interest or a hobby or if it's even something like playing an instrument, like I think it's really yeah. important to try and fulfill something like that now. <laughs> Or at least recognize it. When I really think about myself and how I pictured myself growing up, it was always centered around being an athlete. Mm -hmm. And then I go to school and think that I need to become something as a career, you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a teacher, Mm -hmm. Um, which was amazing. Like, I learned so much. But... um, the other day, I think it was um, when I first started my youth running practice, mm-hmm. I reflected and I was like, oh, I learned, thank goodness I was a teacher because I learned so much management and how to organize so that I can organize this running program. Like it all just sort of made sense to me. Like I needed all those teaching skills in order for me to be a better coach, you know? Right. Um, but to think that you know, teaching was my heart and my career. I don't, you know, it's, <laughs> it's so far away from running and the athlete that I imagined myself as that, um, it, this just totally clicks. It makes sense for me. Totally. It feels right. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so hard. And I think, you know, you and I had talked about this before, but it's so hard to know what you want to do for the rest of your life at such a young age. You know, if you think you go to college when you're like eight, 
18, 19, right? And like, you don't, you might have an idea of what you want to do, but I don't know, like to say, this is what I'm going to do for the next like 50, 60 years. Like, oh my goodness. Crazy. And I, I know when you and I were talking about it, I said it was for me because I went in as a communication major, which Mm -hmm. is definitely more down my alley, I think, you know, that I should have been. But it was a fear-driven decision that I switched because I was afraid of graduating and not knowing, you know, communications was so broad. Mm -hmm. So um, I was like, no, I have to be a teacher so I can be a teacher when I get out of here. Like it was a, it was totally fear-driven and, um, Oh yeah. And when you're in college, that anxiety is there. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And it's funny you brought that up. And I think I've talked about that on here on the podcast before, but one of the reasons I was so um driven to pursue a degree in, you know, journalism, media, communications realm, having majored in journalism and minored in film and television, is the fact that those are so broad. And it gave yeah. me more of it gave me more comfort knowing because I've always been the type of person that knows like I am not going to do the same thing for my whole entire life. Like I want to constantly be reinventing myself. My gosh, I never thought I'd do a podcast and I did a podcast. So I think what was so great about communications in general is that there's so, it's such a big umbrella and there's so many different ways like in which you can, you know, pursue the degree and then get our career. And I wonder if, well, you were too young to talk to me, but I wonder Mm -hmm. if I was like trying to decide and you said that to me like, oh, it's broad. So you don't have to narrow your choice. You don't have, you know, yeah. just having someone like you to give me that opinion Mm -hmm. probably would have, you know, gave me comfort. But at that age, you know, you're kind of like blindsided. You don't really look at asking around or you're just like, oh my gosh, I have anxiety about this. This is what's going right. to happen. I better get out, you know? Right. And then a lot of times too, you know, you, at that age, like you don't always want to seek help from people and you, you want to mm-hmm. appear as if you know what you're doing and you have it all figured out, even when you <laughs> <Right>. really don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. My mom was like, uh, teacher, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's why I think, you know, when I found out you were doing this this program for, you know, young athletes and women in general who really just want to get out there and run, I thought, yeah. what a great idea. What a great Thank idea. You. <laughs> I mean, it's been so good, like, for the the women. I mean, that is such an amazing group of friends for me, too, which is an amazing outlet as a mm-hmm. mom to have. Oh, totally. And then, and then to do, to branch out for me to do the children, it's just like bringing that to my family now, you know, mm-hmm. I'll have that program in place if Ayla and Jude and Jovi want to pursue running. Cause I think that we're missing that in our community a little bit. Totally. Yeah. And I think, again, that's something that right now I think is so interesting to see like how close and connected people are, are becoming um, I said, my gosh, like I talk to my friends a lot as it is, but in the moment, like right now, like we're talking constantly during the week, um, you know, cause 
that's what we're really longing for right now is to, to be yeah. near people. And I think it's such a great thing that, you know, hopefully once all this social distancing is over, I mean, what a great program to get out there and run with a big group of people. Like people are going to want that, like to keep up with that connection and like being around. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing, um, I guess moving back to quarantine and dealing with that, um, you know, I think you mentioned before that prayers really helped you. Is there anything else that, or if you want to, you know, expand upon that, is there anything else that's really been helping you like feed your soul? Hmm. Um, I honestly like had to get out of the funk and I decided now just that routine sort of, so I was sleeping in a little bit too much. I decided to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I decided to also like launch this running program for an April and May quarantine sort of like you know, anyone can hop on it. It's not going to be intense. It's just going to be basically for running therapy. So yeah. putting that out there and getting people to respond got me back into that sort of creating plans and talking to others. Um, and honestly, just uh, forgetting about it, like just letting it all go. I, I didn't want to engage in the conversation if people were saying, oh, it's scary, or, you know, this is too much, you know, I, mm-hmm. I kind of avoided those conversations and was like, no, it doesn't feel scary right now. So I don't want to go backwards, you know? Yeah. So staying like my family is safe. Um, nobody that I know at the moment is affected. Uh, I mean, obviously we're all affected, but, mm-hmm. you know, just like that, that's really it, just staying within um, our own control of mm-hmm. how we're reacting. So yeah, literally, literally counting your blessings, you know? Yeah, definitely. And getting, so it was just like that. It was getting deeper into prayer, sharing mm-hmm. things with my family, getting back into a little bit more, I needed more routine. It was really kind of, you know, weighing on me not to have a, any direction to my day. I needed right. a little bit of direction. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. For me, um, (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, you said getting, getting, not really sleeping in, getting up earlier. I have been doing sort of the exact same thing. Now I'm the type of person where I can function on very little sleep, but I aim each night to get like a full eight hours. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like they say you need just eight hours of sleep. I try and not push it for more than that. You know, like I like to enjoy my morning. I like to get up, especially right now that I'm home. Um, I get up pretty much like 7 a.m. every day. And, you know, I don't really go into work until later in the morning. So I wake up. I have coffee with my parents. I like get myself a yogurt. I sit. We'll watch the news. We'll talk. My mom will go to work. My dad will go to work. I'll go to work. My brother will go to school. (laughs) It's the new normal. But I'm just, again, it all comes back to like, trying to appreciate the time presented to you and the moment we're in. Um, And yeah, so I think the mornings it's that communal like coming together and just, you know, before our day begins and then at at night too, we try like each night we'll try and pick a new movie to watch. Everybody comes out of work, you know, we're, we're done for the night and we'll like 
get a movie. And um, the weekends, we do a lot of cooking now. I cook, but it's become like more enjoyable now that I'm not like, you know, coming home late at night and trying to make dinner after work. Like I can, you know, just enjoy the process of it. And then, yeah, Sundays, I have been waking up now, like when the sun rises. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. And I've just, like I said, really enjoying my morning. It's been nice. That is awesome. But Well, this was a great conversation. And before I let you go, I like to get some perspective and ask what's one piece of advice that's helped you, you know, handle life, whether recently or just throughout the past couple of years, um, what's something that you really clung to for, for guidance? Um, oh my gosh, I didn't think you were going to, I feel like I listened to your other podcasts and everyone had such really good advice. Oh my, I'm, they're no just worries. like such amazing people that time. you have to talk to. I'm like, holy crap. Like, um, I, I guess as soon as you asked it, um, I thought of the fact that, um, last year was like a really big year for me in transforming, uh, and I chose the word authentic for the year. Mm-hmm. So just being completely authentic to yourself, which is not always, you know, easy. It's not. But if you could, you know, pray on it and just try in every moment to be genuinely who you are, mm-hmm. um, I think it just leads you down that road to to being the person that you really true truly were made to be. So yeah, authentic. Yeah. I say that all the time. Like I'd rather someone dislike me for who I really am than love me yeah. for someone like, you know, who I'm not. And and when you come out being authentic, it just you just shine. On, mm-hmm. Like I don't think you can, you know, can go wrong. You just really can be yourself. So, yeah. Right. Well, that, what a great way to end this. <laughs> what a positive note. Um, and yeah, I'm going to link your social media in the episode description because I literally, whenever I'm looking for just a fun second of the day when I'm just cramming away and just, mm-hmm. you know, in a negative space, I'll go on Instagram and be like, okay, what's Allie up to? Cause you oh, have, <laughs> you have the so best sweet. and brightest posts <laughs> for sure. Um, <sighs> But yeah, thank you so much for doing this. No, thanks so much for reaching out. It's it's really fun. And always, girl chat, good for the soul. Always. So always. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Allie. Not only is she a wonderful person and mom, but she's also someone who's been handling life in quarantine so effectively. Over the past few months, I've really learned to hone in on areas of my life that I wanted to better which were primarily my health and well-being, and what a difference it makes to take a little extra time for yourself. So thanks, Allie, so much for coming on, and thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let me know what you thought of the episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast, and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.